Welcome, beloved. My beloved friends, welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, giving you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. Today, I'd like you to think about how you are probably more than likely limiting the Almighty, your Heavenly Father, Yahuwah, whom you call the Lord, limiting Him in your life. You say, how can that be? How is that possible? He's all-powerful. How can we limit Him? Oh, you cannot limit Him personally, beloved. No. But you can limit what He does in your life. You can limit Him in your life. This message is called Stop Limiting Yah Some call God In your life Stop limiting Yahuwah The Almighty One Our Heavenly Father In your life Now if you don't believe that's possible To limit Him Let's go to Scripture Turn your Sapphire or your Bibles To Psalms 78 Psalms 78 and let's let's start let's start at um, verse 40 yes Psalm 78 verse 40 now this is talking about when the Israelite the Yasharal uh, with the Israel was in the desert and you know um when he brought them from Egypt. He was trying to take them to the land of milk and honey. He was really trying to barak them, which means bless them. Let's start. Psalm 78, verse 40. How often they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again they tempted Yah, Bible says God, and limited the Holy One of Yasharal, and limited the set-apart One of Yasharal, the Bible has it, and limited the Holy One of Israel. 42, they did not remember His power the day when He redeemed them from the enemy, when He worked His signs in Egypt, which is Mitzrayim, and His wonders his wonders in the field of Zoan. Turn their rivers into blood and their streams that they could not drink. He sent swarms of flies among them which devoured them and frogs which destroyed them. He also gave their crops to the caterpillar and their labor to the locusts. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamore trees with frost. He also gave up their cattle to hail and their flocks to fiery lightning. He cast on them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, indignation, and trouble by sending angels of destruction among them. He made a path for his anger. He did not spare 
their soul from death, but gave their life over to the plague and destroyed all their firstborn in Egypt. Now, how could they forget that? You know how they forgot? As soon as something went wrong, oh, we don't have any water. You brought us out here, Moses, to die. Did God bring us out here to die? They mumbled, they grumbled, they doubted him. They limited him. When he opened the way for them to go in and take the land, if the Almighty tells you it's yours and he's given it to you, you can take that to the bank. It's done. But no. They say they look like grasshoppers. They, they didn't believe him. They limited him in their lives and ended up having wandering 40 years. Not only wandering 40 years in the desert, they had to die. They died there, never making it in because they limited the Almighty in their lives. What are you limiting him in your life? What do you think you're too old for or too fat for or not smart enough to do because someone said it or that's just what you think? What are you limiting? What book did you start writing that you haven't finished it because you say, oh, I'll never get it published? What are you limiting him? What desires, what dreams did he put in your heart that you're finding a way to, finding a way not to do it? Oh, I don't have enough money. I'm not, I don't have enough education. Uh, I don't have the property. Um, I just don't have the people to stop. All you need is him. If he says you can do it, he can, it's done. I didn't know how I was gonna have start a foundation in Nigeria. I mean, it was something I wanted to do since I was 16 years old. And I remember standing up, uh, I may have even talked about this before, I'm not sure, uh, at a Christian organization and telling them what I was gonna do, what, what the Father put in my heart and how I was gonna start this um, foundation and free widows and orphans. And, you know, for, this never happened to me before, but. Our Heavenly Father, he, he allowed me to hear their thoughts. I mean, I could hear them like I hear this music. And they were, she can't do anything. Who does she think she is? And I was like, oh, I hear you. I heard your thoughts. I said, you just watch and see what my father did. At that time, I said, you just watch and see what God does. Because that's what I was calling him then. You just hide and watch. I mean, some of them were angry. How is she going to do that? Well, hmm <laughs> After that day, it was a matter of months <laughs> that I stood before them and said, um, I would like to see who would like to donate toward my first outreach in Africa with my foundation, A Hope For You. Now, that wasn't the first outreach I had done. I was doing it, but I, was, I didn't have a foundation. I was just helping people. You should have seen their faces. And those very ones who were doubting and saying all the negative, they were the ones who donated. <laughs> See, I could have limited our Heavenly Father in my life.
like I once limited him when I wrote my first play. And all I said was, you know, just let me be able to pay the bills, pay for everything. <laughs> you know, because I, I, I wasn't intended by it. I wrote it, directed, <laughs> directed it, starred in it, produced it. Now, I wasn't intending to do that. The one who was going to direct it bailed out on me three weeks before. Some of the actors who were going to be um, star, I wanted to star in it, bailed out. So I guess I can't do it. And the father said, I can. I can. I had never directed a play before. That was, the, that was my first play I've ever written. He gave it to me. Anyway, he blessed me. It was it was a success. I got standing ovation. Um, that play Broadway wrote back to me. I was interested in the play, the whole bit. And I remember coming home. And I was driving the car and I was celebrating. We did it. We did it. You did it, Father. We did it. You know, because I paid all the bills because I, I had to pay for the band. I had to pay for the sound because the sound at the theater wasn't um, up to par. And then I had to pay to rent the theater and I had to buy the costumes. And, and then I had to pay for promotion, you know, had it advertised on the TV and on the radio. And I started off with this man and I was working in the store. He gave me $10. He said, just like Jesus fed the multitudes with the little few um, bread and the two fishes. I said, yeah, fish. I said, uh, he said, you take this and then you, you produce your play. And sure enough, beloved, that's exactly what happened. Everything was paid for, everything. And I was so excited and I was celebrating. And then as I'm going, I heard this audible voice, very thought and very sad, say to me, I want it to give you more. You paid your bills, but you didn't make any money. I wanted to give you more. Oh, beloved, let me tell you, my praise and celebration turned to sorrow. I was in shock, like, that's right. I just paid for everything, but I did not make a dime. And I spent and I just paid all the bills that I needed to pay. I didn't make anything back what I spent because I limited him and told him, just let me pay the bills. That's all. So you see what I mean? How we can limit him? You know, just thinking about Peter. Peter didn't limit our Savior when he asked him to come on the water. Remember when he said, if, that, if it's you, bid me to come? Well, so Peter said, if it's you, Lord, bid me to come. And Yahusha called Jesus. He had to say come because it was him. If he didn't bid him to come, he would have been a liar. He did not limit him. Limit him. He did not say, if you think I can, or if you want me to come, tell me to come. No, he said, if it's you, Lord, they say, Lord, but he, he said, if it's you, Master, Yahusha, bid me to come. <laughs> so he had to just, what could he say but come? He had no choice. Peter did not limit him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How can we limit the Almighty? Well, one way is by not trusting him. 
Another way is by doubting him. A third way is by having sin in your life. He's not going to bless sin. You can limit. I mean, he's keeping you. you, you he, and I, I know he kept me through my sinful ways, but I was missing blessings. I was not being blessed nowhere near like I am now to where I'm living to the best of my ability a sinless life. I mean, we all going to sin every day. It could be in a thought. You know, but not those willingful sins, you know. We're in sinful flesh. That's It's no longer I that sin, but my sinful flesh. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, we're just a, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Mm-mm, not me. See, if you're still a sinner, if I'm still a sinner, then what was all that abuse and him being nailed and hung on that tree on Calvary? And suffering and dying and and resurrecting for resurrecting for if we're still just a sinner. No, I was a sinner, but I was saved by favor that they call grace through faith in my Savior. And now I'm the righteousness of Yahuwah. I'm the righteousness of Yah. The Bible writes the righteousness of God. Yeah, doesn't Scripture say? that our Savior is seated at the right hand of the throne of the Father. And it also says we are seated in Him. We are in Him. Well, honey, there's not going to be any sin in heaven. How could we be in Him and still worthless sinners? Never forget, you were a sinner, but you were saved by favor, unmerited favor, which they call grace, through faith in the Savior. Now you are in Yahusha, the Messiah, whom you call Jesus, the Messiah, you are the righteousness of Yah. Yes, that's word, that's scripture. I never forget, I was at a church one day years ago, and this one visiting pastor there, it was over here in Taiwan, it was an American visiting pastor, and he was walking around, an evangelist, I can't remember which, and he was telling people, having the people say, I'm trash. He was saying, we're just trash. You're just trash. Say, you know, I'm trash. Can you please take me as trash? And he went to me, I said, I'm not no, I'm not trash. I'm no, I'm not me. And, they, and they had everybody, I'm just trash. I'm like, what? I mean, this man, oh, I had to hold my piece. I, you know, I wasn't, um, you know, it, it wasn't the time or the place to, to do that. I wanted to jump and say, I wanted to. Because, you know, the head pastor was there. He saw what they were teaching his people. I, I think maybe he straightened it out after the visiting evangelist left. But the people when they were saying, I'm trash, I'm trash. We are precious jewels to our Father. We are his greatest creation. How could we be trash? There's no way in the world any king, prince, pope, pastor, whatever, can make me say I'm trash. Uh-uh. I am the righteousness of my heavenly father. Uh, I am a joint heir of Yahuwah with Yahusha Hamashiach, whom they call Jesus Christ the Savior, the King of Kings. I am royalty. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Hmm. I am more than a conqueror through 
him who loves me. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am the lender and not the borrower. I am blessed Baruch and highly favored. Hallelujah. Mm. I am the apple of Yahuwah's eye. I am the apple of my heavenly father's eye. I am a child of the almighty. And so are you. That's everything when I'm saying I am. If you are a follower, you're a believer, and you're, that's what you are. You are not a wretched sinner. You are not trash. Hmm. Not anymore. You are a treasure. A treasure. Now let's go with the, the fourth way you can limit Yah in your life. By disobeying him. Like the Yasharal, what they call the Israelites. Disobeying him. What did they do? Got Aaron to make him a molten, uh, a golden calf. I, you know, I, I, I think about Aaron. How could he do that? How could he even do that? And he's like, go and get your earring. He was wrong too. I mean, you know, Father is so forgiving. They disobeyed him. Started having orgies and all, you know, celebrating uh, and worshiping in a cow. And then they didn't go in to take the land when he told them to. Another way you limit him is what they did also. Forgetting what he has done for you. There's some you, when sometimes you had to pay rent and you didn't know how you're gonna do it, and then the rent, the money came through right on time before, and then and like now you're in a, a, a situation where you need money again. You've forgotten all about how he blessed you before. Now it's like I don't know why, uh, you know, I can't pay this. I don't know why God didn't do that. You forget. That's why we should write everything down. When he blesses you, write it down in a book, date it. So when you go through trials, you go through and remind yourself of what he's done. What he's done for you. And believe me, beloved, he's done more for you than you know. Because some things you didn't even know it was him. You thought it was you. As I said on uh, my Heart to Heart podcast, you thought it was you or you thought it was luck or you thought it was somebody else that that blessed you. (laughs) Stop limiting him. Didn't he say that we can do, we will be able to, in his name, when we believe on him, we can do everything he did and even greater things than those shall we do because he's going on to his father? You either believe it or you say he's a liar. If you never try to raise the dead, if you never try to get some, raise somebody up out of a wheelchair. If you never pray for a blind person to lay hands on on a blind person, you never will make the blind see. You never will make the lame walk. You never will raise the dead. You're limiting him. I haven't raised the dead. I'm going to. I have laid hands and open and blind eye was open. Tumors, cancer tumor disappeared. Fourth stage cancer healed. Demons Kicked out, de- people delivered, legs grown. I don't know how many, maybe about five or six legs grown, three and four inches out that were shorter than the other. Yeah. 
hips, oh, backs restored, arms. When I didn't limit him. But then there were times I have limited him. I thought, how could he use me? You know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, fast in a while, or I didn't do this in a while. See, we're, that meant I was putting it on my worth, how I'm earning it. And it's not about me earning it or you. It's about him. It's about our Savior. He earned it and he gave, he gave it to us. It's about him giving us the authority. It's not what we do. We will always fall short and we will always limit what the Father can do in our life if we're putting it on our self-worth, if we prayed enough, if we fasted enough, if we are holy enough. No, we're not. It's our Savior. It's what he, oh, what he done for me. Oh, 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 what he done for me. Oh, 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 what he done for me. I never will forget what he's done for me. Ha. Took my feet off the miry clay, that's what he done for me. He took my feet off the miry clay, that's what he done for me. He took my feet off the miry clay, what he done for me. And I never shall forget what he's done for me. Hallelujah. <laughs> I had to let that out. Mm. What he, old folks used to say, what he done for me. Huh. Stop limiting. Do like Peter. If it's you, bid me to come. <laughs> Put him in a position where he got to say, come. <laughs> he can't say nothing. You never thought, I bet you never thought about that, huh? What else could the Savior say but come? Because he didn't want, it wasn't that our Savior, Yahusha, whom you call Jesus, wanted him to walk on the wanted Peter to walk on the water. Peter wanted to. <laughs> he might have told, it's not necessary, Peter, I'm coming. Besides, you'll, you'll lose your faith and start to sink because he would have known. <laughs> no, but Peter said, if it's you, bid me to come. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what I said too when he was talking to me. When I wanted to see him. <laughs> I, I said, I want more than going to church on Easter Sunday. That's what I said. There. I want to see you ride, uh, ascend up to your father. And I heard one word. Come. <laughs> and beloved, I saw him. Yes, I did. My spiritual sister was with me. I wasn't alone. It wasn't a dream. We went into the next realm. That next realm is not far away. It's, we walked, we went to the beach where he told me to come. And as we walked into the water, all of a sudden, everything disappeared. The earth disappeared. The water disappeared. We were someplace else. And there was only thing existed were the two huge beings that were in front of us. One was Yahusha, the savior. The other one was our older gentleman. I knew it couldn't be our heavenly father because we can't see him and live. So it's, it's, it, was, it was the Holy Spirit, the set-apart spirit, or Moses. I'm really not sure, but that's the one who told me to be quiet. He had tight, tight, curly, curly, bushy hair and beard and brows, very stern. He was sitting, and I, and I could profile, but the Savior was standing in the air with his robes flying, you know, in the wind. 
and I told my my sisters in of the faith, I said, look, 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 what do you see, what do you see? I, I wanted to make sure she was seeing what I see. And the older gentleman, he was very stern. He looked at me and he wrinkled his face and he said, shh. He put his finger towards his lip and I, and I was just quiet. I didn't say anything else. See, but I, in one way, I think I did limit because I didn't tell him I wanted to talk to him. I said, I just want to see you rise up. So I saw him there and then we were in that vision about 30 minutes and then all of a sudden he went up and then he was gone. But nothing was said. So as I think about it now, I did. I came, but I did. I limited him. I because I'm like, why didn't I say I want to talk to you? I just said I want to see you rise up, and he gave me exactly what I asked for. Hmm. You don't know how many times I've thought about that, especially right now. I'm thinking if I had just said I want to see you, so I want to ask you a few questions. You know. But I didn't do that. Let's not limit him in our lives. Hmm. Well, you know, this was um, something I asked him. What should I talk about? Another on the spot. So, and, and let me read uh, some scripture. Psalms. I want to read Tahilam, some of Psalms 37. Fret not yourselves because of evildoers. Neither be envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down, cut off like grass, and wither as the green herb. See, just like Yasharal, is where they were worried, they were concerned about the, the giants, the enemy. It's like, don't don't worry about that. Don't fret, don't be afraid. Don't limit me. That was one and two. Uh, Psalms 37, three says, trust in Yahuwah and do good. So shall ye dwell in the land and truly you will be fed. Of course, your Bible says, trust in the Lord and do good. So shall ye dwell in the land and truly you will be fed. Four, delight yourself also in Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in him. Love on him. Adore him. Want him. Trust him. Believe him. Believe every word he says. Five. Commit your way unto Yahuwah. Bible says the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Commit it to him. Commit your business, your ideas, your thoughts. I, I, I tell him everything first. I tell him all about it and, you know, talk to him about it first. And then I start writing things down. Then I bring it before him and say, how does this sound? I pray about it. And what he, what I don't get peace about, I scratch out. And what I do, I, I keep. I bring everything by him. And he blesses it. I give it to him because, beloved, if it's his, he's obligated to take care of it. But if it's yours, he doesn't have to take care of anything that doesn't belong to him. It's yours. That's your responsibility. I've learned, give him everything. Hallelujah. You know, after it says, commit your way unto Yahuwah, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And six says, and he shall bring forth 
your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. Verse 7 says, rest, relax, trust, have peace in Yahuwah. Bible says the Lord. And wait patiently for him. In other words, wait trusting him, patient, not fretting. Say, fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. You know, people say, well, I'm waiting on the Lord. And they're pacing and patting their finger. I don't know. what. That's not waiting on him. That's being irritated and, and anxious. You know, I say, think about waiting on him like a waiter that waits on a table. A good waiter. A waitress. Uh, when they come by, Are, is everything okay? Would you like some more water? Uh, how is your food? May I get you anything else? Wait on him. Father, how can you, who can you bless through me today? What would you like to do through me today? How can I be used by you today? What can I do for you? How about waiting on him like that? Food for thought, right? Giving you food for thought, something more to think about. Wait on him like a good waiter or waitress. Hallelujah. Eight, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself in any way to do evil. Don't do evil. Somebody does something evil to you. Don't you do something evil back. Give it to the Father. Give them to Yahuwah, to your Heavenly Father, and then he will take care of them. Then they're his responsibility. But if you do it in your wrath, it's done. He's not going to do anything. You did it. Now you're going to have to suffer the consequences. What he's going to do to you because of what you did. They may not be a believer. They may not be following. Like you. <laughs> you know, where you are. You are responsible for you. Forget if it looks like someone else is getting away. Looks are deceiving, beloved. Very deceiving. And verse 9, the last one I'm going to read in Psalms. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon Yahuwah, your Bible says the Lord, shall inherit the earth. You notice it didn't say inherit heaven. Shall inherit the earth. He's not finished with the earth. We're going to have a new earth. We're going to have a new Eden on this earth. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed Yah. Thank you. Well, let me read uh, 2 Chronicles 16, 9. This is shall encourage you. For the eyes of Yahuwah, your Bible says the Lord, run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him or whose heart is dedicated fixed on him did you hear what i said his eyes are running to and fro looking throughout the whole earth to show himself strong who can i who can i protect who can i defend whose heart is trust is 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 dedicated to me who's love who's trusting me while the devil is is goes through the earth, <laughs> roams like a roaring lion. Like, listen, beloved, like a roaring lion. P people get it messed up and they think he's a lion. No, 
He's a perpetrator, like a roaring lion. There's only one lion, the Lion of Judah, Yahuda, and that's Yahusha, whom you call Jesus. Like, I mean, he's he he's trying to roam. Like he's roaming like a lion, but he's a he's a house cat. He's been declawed and defanged by the Savior. We're not going into battle, beloved. We're coming from a battle. We're coming from victory. We already have the victory. He gave us the victory. The battle is already won. What we're trying to, the battle we're fighting now is in our minds, for our mind, to hold on to our, our salvation. The battle is won. The battle is won. Did you hear me? Now you just fight that personal battle. Holding your place. Holding your peace. And holding on to your mind. Giving, giving it to the Father. Let Yahuwah have your mind. Not the enemy. Hallelujah. Ooh, I didn't know I was going to go there. Isaiah 41. I mean Isaiah 40, 31. They that wait upon Yahuwah. Wait. Remember? Wait like a waitress. Hmm. Wait upon Yahuwah, the Bible says the Lord, shall mount upon wings as eagles and shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Last one. Isaiah 41, 10. Fret not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your all. The Bible says I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Hallelujah. Hmm. I got really into it. He, he took me there. This is, this is him talking through me. This is heart to heart, mouth to mouth. I didn't know a lot of the things I said that I would end up saying. But he did. All right, beloved. You know, I... Uh, I was going to play a song, but I don't think it's necessary. Hmm. I want you to think about it. Stop limiting the Almighty, your Creator, your Heavenly Father, your Master, your Yah, your Alua, Almighty One. Stop limiting Him in your life in the lives of your loved ones. Hallelujah. Ah, I baruch you. I bless you. And I speak baraka. Baraka is blessings in Hebrew over you. Thank you, beloved, for joining us here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry. Where we like to give you food for thought. Because our intention is giving you something more to think about. So, okay, beloved. Until we meet again. Yah willing, of course. Peace be with you. Shalom. See you next time, friends.